Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Bezrez Hashem, today's Amad Maseches Brachas is Mem Tesem and Beis. Bezrez Hashem, we're going to begin about six lines from the bottom of Mem Tesamud Aleph, and we're going to have two sections in today's learning. Now, the first section we begin with is a fellow who forgot the special insertions in Shabbos, Yontif, and Rosh Chodesh, and what he needs to do in order to fix the situation. So Rav Gidel actually tells us three psakim, speaking in front of Rav Huna, and he says three psakim. And Rabbi Zera overheard this and was telling it over. The first psak that Rav Gidel says in the name of Rav is if a person forgot to say Ritzay in Birkas HaMazan on Shabbos, he should say, Baruch Shenasan Shabbosos. There's a special Nusach that he should say. And he finishes off with Baruch Hashem. So he actually starts with Baruch Hashem and finishes with Baruch Hashem. Now we're going to clarify momentarily. This is when he finished Boni Baracham of Yerushalayim Amen, but he hasn't yet started Hatova Ametiv. That's the first psak. Second psak in the name of Rav, if a person forgot Yalav Yav on Yom Tov, similar idea above, a special Nusach. Starts off Baruch, finishes off with Baruch regarding Yantif. And that's considered a makeup, and then he continues on with the fourth brach of Atova Metiv. The third psak that Rav Gittel said was, again in front of Rav Huna, and Rav Zera reported this over, was if a person forgot Yala V'yavo on Rosh Chodesh, um, and he again had finished off Boni Baracham of Yerushalayim, Amen. So then he says, Baruch Shenasan, but Rav Zera concluded, I wasn't sure three things regarding this final psak. I wasn't sure if you add the word simcha like on Yantif. I also wasn't sure if you add Baruch at the end, like Shabbos and Yom Tif, as we've listed. And I also wasn't sure if this was named in the set, said in the name of Rav or said in the name of Rav Gittel himself. Okay, that's the end of that. Now, turning to Memtes Mudveiz, the Gemara tells us a story, and from the story we deduce that Rav Nachman explained, as I mentioned before, that this idea that you can add this special bracha to make up for missing Ritzay or Yalavi Yavo on, on, on Yontif is only if you haven't yet started Hatova Metiv. But if you've already started Hatova Metiv, so then you'd actually have to return to the beginning of Birkas Hamazon, there wouldn't be a capacity to make it up otherwise. Shmuel Paskind, regarding Rosh Chodesh, if a person forgot Yalavi Yavo in Tfilos, in the Shmona Esrei, so then, on Rosh Chodesh, you'd actually have to repeat the Amidah. But if you forgot it in Birkas Amazon, it wouldn't be necessary. Rav Nachman, who quoted Shmuel, explained what would be the difference. The difference is, if you're chayev in it. Regarding tefillah, you're chayev to Davin, and therefore, if you forget the tefillah that's important for Rosh Chodesh, which is Yala V'yavo, since there's a chayev in tefillah, and today you have to say Yala V'yavo, therefore, you'd have to repeat the Shmona Esrei. You don't have a chiyuv of seuda on Am Rosh Chodesh, as the Gemara says, and therefore, even if you forget Rosh Chodesh, you wouldn't need to repeat the Amida because you don't have a chiy- the, the Birkas Hamazon because you don't have a chiyuv of Birkas Hamazon. Based on this, the Gemara says if a person forgot Birkas Hamazon on Shabbos or on Yantif, where there is a chiyuv to have seuda, and then he already started at Tova Metiv, so the halach would be, you actually would have to repeat Birkas HaMazon, because there is a chiyuv there, so that would be similar to Tefillah on Rosh Chodesh, where you have to repeat the Birkas HaMazon in this case as well. Moving on to the second section, the Gemara now tells us that the we had a machlokis in the Mishnah, Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda, regarding the amount a person has to eat in order to create a zimun. 
Rabbi Meir said you have to eat a kezayis, an, an uh, olive size, and Rabbi Yehuda said you need to eat more, you need to eat a kebetza. Problem is, the Gemara quotes a contradiction, because these same shitas, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, have a psak in Maseches Psachim, which seems to contradict what's considered a significant amount of consumption or food. The Gemara there tells us two cases. The, the Gemara here quotes only the second part, which is where a person brought kachim kalim outside of Yerushalayim, which invalidates it. So the Gemara there says, if you've passed a certain area called Sufim, which Rashi learns means an area that you can no longer see the base on Mikdash, now that it's puzzle, you could burn it in its place. If you haven't passed that yet, you have to go back to the area of Harabayas. There's a place called the Bira where they would burn it with holy uh, consecrated wood. But the point is, the Gemara, the Mishnah there in Pesachim quotes a Machlaikis, how much food of Kachim Kalim would you have to take with you to need to return? Reb Meir says it has to be a kibetza, and Reb Yehuda says it has to be a kezayis. So seemingly, the significance of size of food is contradicted between Meseches Brachas and Meseches uh, Psachim in these two shitas of Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda. So Reb Yechanan says, you'd have to switch around the opinions in Psachim to reflect our shitas in Brachas. So really, in Psachim, it means to say that Reb Yehuda says uh, kibetza, and Reb Meir says a kezayis. Abayah says you don't need to switch around the shitas, but their psakim reflect different factors. In brachos, the debate is based on the fact if what's considered shior achila, meaning according to Reb Meir, you have to do birkas hamazan and zimun if you eat what's considered a normative shior achila in the Torah, which is a kezayis. However, Reb Yehuda holds you have to do birkas hamazan if you've eaten kedei svia. And svia, as he explains the pasuk, is a kebeitza, it's a larger amount. So therefore you wouldn't do a zimun for less. But in Psachim, the debate about returning is not contingent on what we just explained of Achila or Sevilla, but rather it's contingent on would you have to return for something if it was the shear of Tumah. Now generally Tumah is conveyed with food if it's the shear the size of a kibetza, an egg size. So the mayor there says it's contingent on that, a kibetza, because you'd only have to return to burn it in the Beis HaMikdash if it was an egg size like the Tumah that it could convey. Or do you have to return if it's what's the general concept of Isure Achila, which is the Kezayis, which is the position of Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore, since they're based on different factors, their Psachim between Brachas and Psachim are not considered a contradiction. Now we're stopping at the Mishnah, about uh, 10, 12 lines from the bottom on Memtesim Mubeis. As Hashem will pick up tomorrow with the new Amud Nun Amud Aleph. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful day.